We always thank God for the privilege to be able to teach God's people. We thank God now for you that are tuned in around the world. We thank God for you tuning in tonight to the broadcast. We're here to do as we often do, and that's to teach God's divine word. Briefly, by way of announcement, we want to remind saints in the Fayette, Mississippi, and surrounding areas, Lord willing, we're coming your way. Lord willing, we'll be with you October 30th and 31st. We'll be there in Fifth Weekend Fellowship with Elder Ellis and the Saints at the Church of Our Lord Jesus Christ, located at 118 Highway 28. That's in Fayette, Mississippi. On that Saturday, October 30th, we will have a minister's meeting. Ministers and elders, bishops, will have a meeting with the ministers on that Saturday at 12 noon. This is not for all the brothers. This is not for any of the sisters. This is only for the ministers and only for the elders. This is not a Q&A session, although we may get into some things with the elders, but this is just for the ministers and the elders uh, to meet us 12 noon at the church there in Fayette. We'll get a chance to get into the word, any disagreements on anything. We want to come together privately. Bible teach that we may all speak the same thing. So if there's any differences or whatnot, we can iron them out during that time privately. All right, so on that Saturday, 12 noon, we ask the ministers, elders, bishops to meet us there at the church in Fayette. Saturday night service will be at 7 p.m. in Fayette, Mississippi. And on Sunday morning, service will be at 11 a.m. We do look forward to seeing you all there in Fayette, Mississippi. Newport News, Virginia, we'll be with you all November 27th and the 28th. We'll be at the Holiday Inn, located 980 Omni Boulevard, right there in Newport News, Virginia. On that Saturday, we're going to have a Q&A with Virginia. Q&A from 2 to 4 there in Newport News. Saturday night service will be at 7 p.m. and Sunday morning service at 11 a.m. Newport News, Virginia, we look forward to being there with you all. Church anniversary here in Mobile, Alabama, December 10th, 11th, and 12th, right here at the Temple here in Mobile. Friday night service beginning at 7 p.m., Ella George Gibbs of South Carolina will be speaking. On Saturday, we have a cookout here at the church from 12 noon to 3 p.m. Saturday night service will begin at 7 p.m. Elder Thorne Pitts of Seaford, Delaware, he will be speaking. And on Sunday, service will begin at 11 a.m. and I will be broadcasting on that Sunday. Florence, South Carolina, December 25th, December 26th, we'll be with you all. We'll be at the Hampton Inn and Suites Hotel located 1735. Stokes Road, right there in Florence, South Carolina. December 25th, service began at 6 p.m. We're going to start at 6 p.m. on December 25th. On that Sunday, December 26th, service will begin at 11 a.m. Florence, surrounding areas, we're looking forward to being there with you all. Several of you all have reached out to me about being baptized in Florence. We'll take you down in water in the name of Jesus Christ once we get there. Communion service. Sunday, January 16th, right here at the temple. Communion service Sunday, January 16th, right here at the temple here in Mobile. We'll talk more about that as time progress. San Jose, California. Lord willing, we come in you all's way. January 28th through the 30th, we'll be in San Jose, California. Bishop Leon Thomas is hosting this service in California. On that Friday, 
All services, better yet, would take, pay, take place at the Holiday Inn Hotel. All services would take place at the Holiday Inn Hotel, located at 1350 North 1st Street. That's in San Jose, California. On that Friday night, service will begin at 6 p.m. I will not be speaking Friday night. I will not be speaking Friday night. There will be a guest speaker, uh, an elder that Bishop Thomas has invited. He wants us to get a chance to meet him and some others. Uh, I'm not familiar with him. We'll get a chance to meet them once we get there. But the guest speaker will be speaking on that Friday night at 6 p.m. I will be conducting Q&A Q on that Saturday from 12 noon to 3 p.m. And Lord willing, I will speak that Saturday night at 6 p.m. And also on that Sunday, I will speak at 11 a.m. All services will take place at the Holiday Inn, located 1350 North 1st Street in San Jose, California. We'll talk more about that as time progress. We, we look forward to meeting Bishop Leon Thomas once we get there. Bishop Thomas have talked to us about churches that he's uh, been in fellowship with that he want to hear this message of the Son of God, Jesus Christ. He's asked us about coming to Grand Rapids, Michigan, and also uh, some parts of Mississippi. So, Lord willing, we'll see how things go as time progress. But anywhere a door of utterance is open up, where well, we can take this message of Jesus Christ, the gospel, that's what the people need. So every place that a door of utterance is open up, Lord willing, we will be there. All right, so stay tuned. Lord willing, after that, May 28th and May 29th, we'll be in Steubenville, Ohio for Fifth Weekend Fellowship. May 28th, located 1211 Park Street. That's in Steubenville, Ohio. I am leading that church. We thank God for the saints that are there. We're going to take Fifth Weekend Fellowship there next May. All right. I will carry one. I will speak at one of the services there and Bishop Bryant will speak at the other. So stay tuned. A lot going on. Y'all definitely keep us in your prayers. Tonight, we want to try to get into the word to help God's people. Now, I ask some of the saints, as I said before we got on the air, y'all be patient with us. The things we've got to deal with tonight must needs be dealt with. I've got to deal with them. People are reaching out to me, and some, you know, have, have been asking me the same questions over and over again concerning things they've heard. And we're going to get a chance tonight to deal with some of these things. I want to first take a caller out of my office. We're going to get just one caller. And the rest, I've got emails, Lord willing, that we're going to answer tonight. Twin, if you would, go ahead and give me caller number eight. Caller number eight. Once you get it, let it out. Greetings, Elder Murray. The reason for my call is because I'm calling in regards to a recent video that Tony Harmon had done um, accusing you of having members harass him on the phone. I was wondering if you were going to have a debate with Mr. Harmon. Uh, I've been following this whole thing between you, Mr. Harvin, Mr. Harvin and Gino for quite some time. And to be honest, it looks very, very bad. It really does. Um, you know, 
back and forth. You know, Tony claiming that there's people from the church harassing him. But I've been in the comments section and I've seen Tony come over there and say things too. Uh, recently on Facebook, he put that Brace was in jail and that twin within, that twin has a criminal record. When is all of this going to end? Because in here in my state, I was listening to the radio one morning and your feud with Pastor Jennings was mentioned. There was a woman pastor on the radio talking about the feud between the two of you and wanted to know what was it about and what it was going to end. I hope that you can do a service where you can talk about what went down and why does it seem like every week, you know, we hear more about Gino. Gino's not going to accept your debate. There's also another gentleman on uh, YouTube, a preacher, who said the very same thing that Gino is dodging him. What is the issue with Tony Harmon? Tony, to me, is an instigator and a lie spreader. I hope that you can answer this back. Thank you. Let me say to your caller, brother, I thank you for your call. And I do discern, brother, that you have some sincereness in you. And that's the reason why I'm going to take the time to answer your questions, brother. First off, you ask, will there be a debate with Ella Murray and Tony Harvey? And the answer is no, absolutely not. I would not waste my time, brother. Now, Tony Harvin is not a preacher. You said it best, he's an instigator. He's simply an instigator. And you asking me, when will it, nobody over there, nobody from this camp is harassing Tony Harvin or no one else. That's not who we are, brother. We don't do that. Now, you acknowledge that Tony Harvin lied on my son, said he was in jail in North Carolina. You just acknowledge yourself that he lied on Twin and said Twin had a criminal record, criminal background. Well, you yourself is acknowledging the type of fella Tony Harvin is. But you asking me, when is it going to stop? Whenever Tony Harvin decides to stop. You're asking the wrong people, brother. That's not who we are. We don't do that. Elder Murray and the brothers, the ministers at this camp, we are guilty of one thing, taking this Bible and manifesting false doctrine and manifesting false prophets. That's what we're guilty of. We are not guilty of lying on nobody. That's not who we are. We don't do that. Do you understand? So, what Tony Harvin puts on his channel, brother, we could care less. We don't care. I have never, never in my life seen Tony Harvin's channel. I've never been on it and never will be on it. I have no interest in that. Do you understand? So what he put on his channel, brother, it means absolutely nothing to us. Now, I'm going to tell you some things he's said to some of the brothers privately that I guarantee you he won't put on his channel. He have acknowledged to several of the brothers privately that what Elder Murray is teaching pertaining to the Son of God is more in line with Scripture than what his leader is teaching. 
Now, Tony won't post that, but he's acknowledged it to several of the brothers that what Elder Murray is teaching is in line with scripture more so than what his leader is teaching. Tony words was his leader needs to be more clear in what he's trying to say. No, your leader needs to stop lying and change what he's saying. Do you understand? No, his speech, Tony, is very clear. It's very clear. He's simply lying on the scripture. So these things, caller, Tony have acknowledged privately. He'll never post that because Tony is not interested in truth. Tony is only interested in numbers, how many views he can get. That's the only thing that concerned them. They're not concerned about truth. Elder Murray is concerned about the truth of the word of God. I don't care if I only have two viewers, just two viewers, long as them two get the truth. That's what we're concerned about. So there will be no biblical discussion or debate with Tony Harvin on his channel. Tony sent me an email long time ago inviting me to his channel. I told him over the air I was not interested. I wasn't interested then, and I'm not interested tonight. I told him then, and I'll say again, I don't have time to play games with Tony and the other fellas that he played around with. I don't have that kind of time. Now, I made one exception to Tony. I told Tony if his leader will meet me on his platform, then Elder Murray will be there. I have a discussion with his leader on his platform. That's the only exception I'll make. But for us, the rest of them, the tricks are for kids. Go somewhere and play. All right. Now, caller, I will never stop doing what the Lord has led us to do. And that's to take this Bible and manifest false doctrine. That's my job. That's my qualification. That's part of my qualification as a preacher. What Elder Murray is doing, caller, I got to do it. Titus 1.10, brother. Titus chapter 1 and at verse number 10. I got a job here, caller, that I must do. I want to please the Lord. Titus 1.10, Bracey, what did it say, son? For there are many unruly and vain talkers and deceivers. Caller, there's many unruly. Vain talkers and deceivers. Especially they of the circumcision. Deceivers, caller. It said deceivers, especially they of the circumcision. In other words, especially them that profess that they know God. What did it say? Whose mouths must be stopped. Caller, this is my job description. I have to stop the gainsayer's mouth. I have to stop the deceiver's mouth. How do I stop it? With the word of God. I've got to do this, caller. What the Bible say, son? Whose mouths must be stopped. Whose who mouths must be stopped. Who subvert whole houses. What they do, Brayson? Teaching things which they ought not. They subvert. They mess up the whole house. Teaching things which they ought not. For filthy lucre's sake. All for a dollar. All for a dollar. For filthy lucre's sake. What did it say? One of themselves, even a prophet of their own. What did he say? Said the Christians are always liars. The Christians are always liars. Evil beasts. Evil beasts. Slow bellies. Slow bellies. This witness is true. Do you hear this, caller? This witness is true. What must we do, Brayson? Wherefore, rebuke them sharply. What must we do, Brayson? Rebuke them sharply. I have a commandment I got to keep here, caller. Rebuke them sharply. That what? That they may be, be sound in the faith. 
Somebody said, well, you shouldn't call his name. Give me 2 Timothy 4.14, brother. Give me 2 Timothy chapter 4 and at verse 14. In all thy getting good understanding. What did he say, Bracey? Alexander the coppersmith. Did Paul just call his name? Alexander. What's his occupation? The coppersmith. You know, Paul not only called his name, but his occupation. Paul said, Alexander, the coppersmith. What did he do, Paul? Did me much evil. Paul warning the saints that Alexander, the coppersmith, did him much evil. What did he say? The Lord reward him according to his works. The Lord will reward Alexander according to his works. Of whom be thou where also. Wait, wait, what did Paul tell him? Be thou where. Paul is telling my God Timothy here, you beware of him also. In other words, watch out for this fellow. What did he do, brother? For he hath greatly withstood our words. He greatly withstood what the Apostle Paul was preaching. And Paul is warning concerning this fella. And Elder Murray have to do the same. We have to warn you about these false prophets. Do you understand? Listen, I'm not telling you, my God, if you choose to follow them, you go right ahead. But my job is to show you what you're following. My God, that you may follow them with your eyes wide open. Hear me talking. First email, this comes from my beloved brother, I believe out of Jamaica. He writes, this is brother Andre Reed. He writes to the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, 3550 Pleasant Valley Road, Mobile, Alabama, United States of America. Dear elder, I have seen where you wrote a letter to Mr. Gino Dennis, but based on analysis, it will be of none effect as the many other invitations that were given. Mr. Jennings will obviously not meet with you as he is of the opinion that you are a small fish. Honestly, I am so annoyed as to why it is so difficult in having a discussion with you when, even when he's in Alabama. However, he will fly everywhere else to have a debate with others. I have been seeing this pattern for years, and I am tired and frustrated. Looking at the situation, I realize that people are gravitating based on the amount of people that's being baptized, as baptism was also common in the scripture. If 1,000 people is baptized, how many is in the body of Christ? I thought the Holy Ghost puts you in the body. It does, Ryder. It does. I do not pay attention to the amount of people being baptized, as Bishop Johnson had a great work and baptized many as well. And we know what became of that organization. This is wisdom, Jamaica. Brother Andre, what you're saying, brother, is wise. Don't pay no attention to how many folks getting baptized. Do you understand? Let me say this to you, Jamaica. A thousand can get baptized, but if a thousand of them don't believe in the Son of God, that's a thousand of them that simply got wet. Do you understand? Listen, Jamaica, if they don't believe in the Son of God, baptism is a waste of time. Somebody said, no, baptism is the washing away of their sins. Not if they don't believe in the Son of God. Do you understand? If you don't believe in the Son of God, baptism is a waste of time. Make me prove it. Give me Acts Psalm 13, 36. Give me Acts chapter 13 and verse 36. Stay with me now. 
I agree with you wholeheartedly. If they don't believe in God's son, and let me tell you, caller, a writer, they don't. They don't believe in the son of God because their preacher, their teacher, he don't believe in the son of God. And the Bible said, how can they hear without a preacher? So all you got is a thousand people getting wet and ain't nobody's sins washed away. These folks, my God, are scared to walk. My God, he put fear in them. Don't you want to get baptized? Don't you want your sins washed away? My God, you must want to die and go to hell. Say what you want. If them people don't believe in the son of God, they're going to die and go to hell anyhow. Do you hear me talking? Acts 13, 36, brother. What did it say? For David. I want you to listen closely to this writer. For David. After he had served his own generation by the will of God. After David served his own generation by the will of God. Fell on sleep. David died. And was laid unto his fathers. David was laid unto his fathers. And saw corruption. David, the prophet David, saw corruption. What did he say? But he of whom God raised again. But the one that God raised again. Do y'all know who that is? Who is that, brothers and sisters? Jesus. The one whom God raised again. What the Bible says? Saw no corruption. Oh. So that one that God raised again, he didn't see no corruption. What the Bible say, son? Be it known unto you, therefore, men and brethren. Be it known unto you, men and brethren. That through this man. Hold on a minute. Through who? Through this man. Through who? This man. The Bible said, through who, brothers? This man. The Bible said, through this man is what? Is preached unto you the forgiveness of sins. The Bible said, through this man. Amen. Through, through this man. Hey, 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 right up. My God, man, this man is not being preached to them. Amen. Do you hear me talk? This man is not being preached to them. And the Bible said, through this man is, is what, Grayson? Through this man is preached unto you the forgiveness of sins. Through the Son of God, Jesus Christ, is preached unto you the forgiveness of sin. If you don't believe in that man, your sins are not washed away. They are not forgiven. Amen. I don't care how many times you go to war. It's through this man. Do you understand? When you believe in this man, when this man is preached unto you, and then you get baptized, then your sins are washed away. But if you don't believe in that man, water is a waste of time. Amen. Read it, Bracey. And by him. By who, Bracey? By him. What you say about him? All that believe. All that believe in him. Are justified from all things. Is that plain, y'all? All that believe in him are justified from all things. That what, Grayson? From which he could not be justified by the law of Moses. So, Ryder, it's just a thousand folks that got wet because they don't believe in him. Therefore, there's no forgiveness of sin. No remission is taking place. John, uh, 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 Acts 8.35, son. Give me Acts chapter 8 and at verse 35. Hear me talking now. Stay with me, caller. Or better yet, writer, 835. What did it say, Bracey? Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture. Listen, listen, Brother Reed. Philip did what, Bracey? Opened his mouth. Philip opened his mouth and began where? At the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. Who did he preach? Jesus. He preached Jesus. That's God's son. What the Bible said, Bracey? And as they went on their way. As they went on their way. They came into a certain water. And what happened? And the eunuch said. What did the eunuch say? See, here is water. See, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? What hinder me to be baptized? And Philip said. What did Philip say? If thou believest. Did he say, if thou believest? If thou believest. Believe what, Bracey? With all thy heart. Thou, thou mayest. Thou mayest. What did he say? And he answered and said. What did he say? I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. Did he say is? Is. I believe that Jesus Christ used to be. Is. Is who? The son of God. 
And what happened, Bracey? And he commanded the chariot to stand still. He commanded the chariot to stand still. And they went down both into the water. And what happened? Both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. Ryder, them folks don't believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Amen. Why? They don't have a preacher to preach to him that he is the Son of God. Their preacher is preaching. He ceased at the, at the cross, or he ceased at the tomb. And that was it. Do you understand? Let me tell you something. All you got is a thousand folks that's got wet, brother. That's all. Amen. He goes on to write. From the depth of my heart, I just want things to be done in love, unity, and order. As this supposed to be holiness. On September 26, 2021, I saw a broadcast from First Church of our Lord Jesus Christ where the leader made mention about the dream you had concerning the gay men and him being in the limousine, which he made mockery, obviously proving you to be a false prophet. When a thing is spoken and it do not come to pass, the Lord has not spoken such a thing. He mentioned he hates limousines and he is not gay, hence that dream could not be for him. First of all, let me say this to you, right? Ella Murray ain't saying nothing about no limousine. These are how games are played with y'all's mind. Murray ain't saying nothing about no limousine. I ain't saw no limousine. What I saw in the dream was a white Cadillac. I done said it, and I look here. Nobody, I mean nobody walking earth can change what the Lord showed me. You can't distort it. You can't manipulate it. I know what the Lord showed Elder Murray. Now, I saw him in a white Cadillac, rag top down, convertible. What I saw, Ryder, I saw police escorts and a fire truck escorting. The interpretation of that, of the Cadillac, of the police escort, of the fire truck, he's going to get very big. That's the interpretation, showing how big this fella is going to get. He had on a white suit. He was driving a white Cadillac very slowly. Around the white Cadillac was six to eight homosexual men. They was dressed in white, stocking that suits from head to toe, matching the driver's suit that he was wearing. The interpretation of that, the spirit of abomination that those around him had in that dream, that's the same spirit that he's operating with. It's not the spirit of God. It's a spirit of abomination. Keep living. What I have spoken, what the Lord has showed me, it's going to happen just as sure as you're listening to my voice tonight. Now, I want you to hear Elder Murray. I want you to hear my heart. And I mean this from the depths of my heart. I pray God. That this fella, Geno Genesis, repent of his fighting against the Son of God, Jesus Christ. I pray that he repent and the Lord don't bring none of these things to pass. That's my prayer. That's the prayer from the depths of my heart. But I know what the Lord showed me. And nobody can take that away. I know what the Lord showed me. Just keep living, brother. Just keep living. And what we have spoken, I, I, I pray God again that he repent. And it don't come to pass. But I know what the Lord done showed me. It ain't had nothing to do with the limousine. This, th that's a mind game, my God, man, for his followers. That's all that is. All right? He goes on to say to me, 
He said, when a prophecy is spoken, is it seen immediately? That's a yes or no answer. Brother Elmer have no problem with asking your questions. Do you understand? The answer, brother, is no. Not necessarily if prophecy is spoken that it has to come to pass immediately. Give me Matthew 24 and 30, brother. I want you to think about what you're asking me, Brother Reed. Don't let Gino mess with your mind, brother. Hear me talking. I'm Matthew chapter 24 and at verse 30. What did the Bible say, Brayson? And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. What's going to happen? And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn. And what's going to happen? And they shall see the Son of Man come. Hey, hey, I have a question. How that came to pass yet? This is prophecy that went forth. How the Son of Man came in the clouds yet? But I have a question. It was prophesied way back in the day. Are we to assume it's not the truth because it ain't came to pass yet? This is prophecy here, brother, that has not come to pass yet. But tell me it's not of God. Give me, give me Revelation 7. Listen to what you're asking me, brother. You're asking me do prophecy have to come to pass immediately. Brother, it depends on what it is. According to this scripture, according to the Bible, there's many prophecies that went forth, brother, that we can read that has not came to pass yet. Do you understand? Revelation 1-7, brother, what did it say? Behold, he cometh with clouds. He do what? He cometh with clouds. And what? And every eye shall see him. Have he came with clouds yet, saints? No, sir. Have any of us seen, seen him yet? No, Have y'all saw Jesus coming through the clouds yet? No, well, that's prophecy that went forth. It ain't came to pass yet. I have a question. Uh, where's the Antichrist at? Has it been prophesied? Do anybody know who the Antichrist is? No, it ain't came to pass yet. Brother, I can go on and on. Many prophecies in the Bible ain't came to pass yet. So to ask me if, when prophecy go forth, is it immediate? Brother, not at all. Not all the time. It depends on what it is. There's some prophecy that came to pass, but many prophecies are yet to come to pass. Now, we know according to 1 John 2.18, there's many antichrists out here. This is talking about the fellows that took on the spirit of the antichrist. But for as the antichrist himself, he ain't been made manifest. Don't nobody know who that is. Do you understand? But yet, prophecy done went out. Time of felt me, man. I can work the rest of the night on prophecies that's in the Bible that ain't came to pass yet. So to answer your question, brother, no, not exactly, brother. Not, not at all. It depends on what it is. Some have came to pass, but many have not came to pass, brother Reed. All right, brother. He goes on to say, y'all listen to this. What have caused me much concern, disturbance, and confusion was the mention of Elder John Hadley of Quitman, Georgia. I thought Ella Hadley was a firm believer in the Son of God. He is. He is, brother. He goes on to say, yes, you can give a man credit based on where truth lies, but where there is error, there is also the need for correction. Now, these are the brief arguments based on conversation with Ella Hadley and Mr. Jennings which I heard on the broadcast. He writes, note, Mr. Jennings stated this information in respect to what Elder Hatley said. Number one, he, Elder Hatley, did not miss his broadcast, meaning Geno's broadcast. Elder Hatley was coming to Philadelphia to see the great work 
that Genesis door. Ella Halley said, fellas are jealous and none was doing the work that Mr. Genesis was doing. He writes, I could go on and on, but I am just not interested anymore. If I must be honest, the question I had in mind, was not Ella Halley the elder who ordained you? I have been watching your broadcast for years, and I pay close attention to the details when I hear an argument. Immediately, I can go way back. I sincerely want to say I am just tired of the to and fro, as it has been years. This letter was not written to spread hearsay or propaganda, but just out of great concern and frustration as to what I see in holiness. Neither am I questioning God's wisdom, as he have seen the beginning and ending of all things. Let me say this here to you, brother. Brother Reed of Jamaica. Brother, I'm ashamed of you. I'm going to tell you the truth. Elmer is ashamed of you. Why am I ashamed of you? You don't allow, you don't, now you mentioned you've been listening and following our broadcast for years. You have reached out to me moreover, and I've answered your questions. But now you're going to let the words of a liar, the words of a liar frustrate you, confuse you, got you all bent out of shape, got you questioning Ella Hatley, got you more or less prejudging Elder Hatley based on what a liar has said concerning Elder Hatley. Now, let me show you, my brother, what really happened. Elder Hatley reached out to Elder Murray months ago, many months ago, concerning a dream that he had. I was in the dream. Geno Jennings was in the dream. Hadley reached out to me. I will not go into the details of the dream over the air. If Ella Hadley choose to tell it, I'll give him the mic and let him tell it. But he had a dream concerning Ella Murray and Geno Jennings. Hadley reached out to me first, and he asked me a few questions. Would I do a few things? I told him, sure, I will. I said, no problem. Sure, I will. He told me he was going to reach out to Geno. I told him, no problem. Just let me know. This was months ago. He made contact with Gino back then. It was during the time pandemic, my God, man, was, 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 was exploding. They agreed to make contact again when the pandemic settled down. I knew all about it. Hadley reached out to me first. They made contact again here maybe about a month or so ago. They talked. I did not know the things Gino had said pertaining to Hadley while he was here in Mobile at his church. I got home from church that Sunday night. I walked in my house. My cell phone rang. It was Elder Benjamin calling me out of Darlington, South Carolina. He was calling me to tell me someone reached out to him concerning the things that Gino was on his broadcast saying pertaining to Elder Hadley. He told me, Ella Halley allegedly told Gino that uh, what you're doing, your, your teaching, he praised Gino, in other words, for all his great teaching to the people. He praised Gino how great a job he's doing and told Gino these other brothers are simply false prophets and they're jealous. My God, and just keep doing what you're doing. 
said Ella Hatley said it. When Benjamin told me that, now remember now, everybody know Ella Hatley and I is, is, is pretty tight and have been for years. Do you understand? I can talk to Ella Hatley in a way that probably nobody else can. And Ella Hatley talked to me in a way that probably nobody else can talk to me. We have a very close relationship. So when Benjamin told me that Hatley's supposed to be saying some things, I text Hatley. I hung up from Benjamin and I text Hatley. I just texted him and said, give me a call, brother. Within minutes, my phone rang. It was Ella Hatley. I proceeded to tell Ella Hatley the things that Gino was saying that he allegedly said. Before I could finish, Gino, before I could finish, Hatley was laughing. He was outright laughing. Hatley said to me, he said, bro, 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 you, you know, you gotta, you gotta know Hatley, that country accent. Y'all think I'm country. He said, bro, 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 bro. He laughing now. He said, bro, Murray. He said, now, let me ask you a question. He said, do you believe I said something like that? I said, not at all. I said, but I want you to know what this fella is in the pulpit saying that you say. Hadley told me these words. He said, not one time in our conversation was anything like that ever mentioned or ever said. He said, not one time. Gino simply outright lied. He simply outright lied. Listen, for us that know Gino, we're not surprised. Look here. Y'all out there may be surprised. They may be, hey, y'all may be saying, what? But we over here, we are, this is his practice. This is his behavior. This is his history. This is what he have always done down through the years. Nothing's new here. He simply outright lied on John Hatley. John said, not one time. He said, not one time, Brother Murray, was nothing like that ever mentioned in our conversation. He said, not one time. Then I reminded Hatley. I said, you remember in times past, he did the same thing to me. Every time you talk to him, he come out with a lie. Hatley remembered it. He not only did Hatley like that, he done me like that. He done Bishop Bryant like that. He done many brothers like that. We're not surprised. It's a pattern of behavior. I'm ashamed of you, Brother Reed, because you ought to know better. Now, from what I gather, you came out of First Church. You ought to know better. Never judge nobody based on what Geno Jennison said out of his mouth. Don't do that. Don't do that. I could take y'all all the way back. This brother has no problem with telling a lie. It's a custom. Now y'all don't call me with it, I'm gonna deal with it. And I don't want nobody else calling me or writing me about Geno no more. And I mean it, no more. This is a pattern of behavior. It ain't just started two weeks ago in Mobile. We can go all the way back. I was in my 20s. The debate that he had here in Mobile, Alabama with Nathaniel Smith. 
Was you there? I was in my 20s at the time. Gino was at Nathaniel Smith Church. Myself, Gino, and a lot of saints from Philly and other locations, we was there. Gino was standing behind the pulpit. I was in the pulpit standing right next to him. Someone in the audience stood up and questioned Gino about the one cup. They asked him. They said, you're teaching take communion out of one cup. They said, how can you serve communion to a large crowd of people out of one cup? Gino's response was, it can be done easily because I have done it with a crowd, he said, larger than this. Somebody said, what's the big deal? He had never done it. That's the big deal. He lied. He lied to that whole crowd of people. I was standing by it. Listen, and here's the thing that's even more sad. All them saints from Philadelphia, they knew he was lying. Nobody would call his hand on it. Two brothers, two brothers that was not yes men, they would stood him about. That was, Elder, that was Brother George Gibbs. He is now Elder Gibbs. Gibbs and Brother Leeks, they withstood him about the lie he told to that whole congregation of people. Not another saint in that church would open their mouth, from Philadelphia would open their mouth about the lie he told to all those people. Leeks and Gibbs confronted him about the lie. And let me tell you, it didn't go well. It went south. Because he didn't want nobody confronting him about his lies. Long story short, Gibbs, Leaks, they ended up leaving that organization. When they left that organization, their name was drug. All Gino had to do was repent of the lie, but he wouldn't do it. Brother Reed, this is a pattern of behavior here, brother. The brother has a problem. He has a problem telling the truth. Do y'all remember the letter that was wrote concerning myself, Minister Campbell, Sister Campbell, Sister Murray? You, you, you remember the private investigator, the brother, came in our little church over on Government Street. You, you remember that? Gino wrote a letter to himself. He wrote a letter to himself and accused someone else of writing him a letter. Said they, the brothers supposed to be undercover came to our Liberty Church on Government Street and said he came in doing a private investigation. Said he asked certain saints, what you done learned here since you've been on the murder? Said some said, oh, only thing I learned is that I can divorce my wife and get me another one. <laughs> This is what Gino wrote, y'all. He asked another one. No, he's supposed to be went to my wife. The investigator went to my wife and asked my wife, said, oh, how many real men of God you been with? She said, I only been with two real men of God in my life. That was Bishop Hunter and Pastor Jennings. That, that's my wife and I at our Liberty Church on Government Street. Sister Calvin's supposed to be left that organization because she was upset with the sisters. Brother Cameron supposed to have been out to burn down all church, first church buildings. 
Calma wanted to burn them all down. All this stuff Gino wrote in a letter, this is the letter that Dad couldn't hardly read. Everybody know Dan is a fluent reader, but Dan couldn't read that one. Either he couldn't read Gino's handwriting, or he knew it was a lie and his conscience just wouldn't let him read it. Brothers and sisters, the devil made a fool out of Gino. Everybody in this building and everybody around the world know Elder Murray have never had a building on Government Street. Ever! You know who little building that was on Government Street? That was Gino's little building. The devil made a fool out of him and made him give his own address. Brother Reed, this is the pattern of behavior that has been displayed down through the years with Gino Jennings, brother. I'm surprised at you for allowing this fella to aggravate you based on something he said. I was riding with the elder. The elder was riding with me, rather, this past Saturday in my car. Gino Jennings' name came up. I told that elder, if Gino tell me it's raining outside, I will have to stand in the rain and get wet. I don't believe a word that he said. He has a pattern of behavior here. Do you understand? I can go on and on and on with the lies that has been told. My father, listen, Brother Alfred. We could talk about Brother Alfred when he left the organization. A letter went out on Brother Alfred. Ain't that something? He loved it right now. Letter went out on Brother Alfred. The letter supposed to have been from Brother Alfred's wife. A lot of bad stuff was said about it. Now, Brother Alfred and his wife weren't together at the time. And the letter had his wife's signature on it. Everybody thought she wrote that letter until she left that organization. When she left the organization, she told everybody then. She didn't write that letter. She said Gino wrote that letter and brought it to her and demanded that she sign it as if she wrote it. And he sent it out, or he had it sent out. This is the pattern of behavior. We can go on and on and on. This stuff been happening down through the years, Jamaica. Why would you get upset based on anything that come out of Gino Jenny's mouth? Why? Why? I went... My last sit-down with Gino, I made a promise that back during that time that I would never sit privately with Gino Jennings anymore. This was around 2005. I left that organization in four. He was in North Carolina. I dropped in to visit. He and I ended up at the same hotel. We met down in the lobby. One-on-one, he and I sat down in the, in the dining area, in the kitchen area. One-on-one, just myself and Gino, and we talked. All the lies he had told on me, I confronted him. I confronted him face-to-face -face about it. His only response to me was, that's what the people told me. I would call another lie to his attention. He said, that's what the people told me. That's what the people told me. I said to him, I said, so brother, you getting up in the pulpit telling lies on me based on something people told you and you don't even have the facts? Well, that was another lie that he was telling because ain't nobody told him that. He made that stuff up. 
My son's supposed to be, Bracey and Brenda are supposed to be homosexuals. He made it up. I'm supposed to be stole money from my grandmother. These, these folks don't, man, you don't even know my grandmother. It was on and on and on. The only thing he could say was, that's what the people told me. Now, I'm going to tell the whole story. I ain't going to tell part of it. I give him credit for this. I give Gino Jennings credit for this. When I kept confronting him with the different lies, he said, I'm sorry. He said, I'm sorry. I apologize. I give him credit for that. He did say that to me. But brothers and sisters, as soon as I left there and got back home to Mobile, Alabama, he had wrote another letter. <laughs> he had wrote another one. And I speak the truth in Christ and lie not. I didn't believe it. I got a call that he had sent a letter down to his church in Mobile concerning me. Brothers and sisters, I had just got through meeting with this fellow and talking with him. When we departed, he told me, I'll be giving you a call back. The next thing I know, there's a letter being read at their church concerning me. I didn't believe it. I pick up the phone and call one of the saints over there, a good friend of mine until this day, called him up. I said, I hear a letter being read concerning me. Is it true? They said, no. They said, no, ain't no letter, Brother Murray, been read about you. I said, no problem. I said, I kind of figured somebody just trying to start something. I hung up within three minutes. My phone rang again. That person called me right back and said, Brother Murray, I can't do this. They said, I can't lie to you. They said, yes, he did send a letter down, and it was about you. Brothers and sisters, the things that this fella had put in that letter concerning me and our conversation that we allegedly had, it was bizarre. It was beyond comprehension. It was things that we never discussed. He put, he made accusations against me in that letter. Things that we, he took our conversation and spin it in a direction that we never talked about. He's, this man went so far in that letter to say, I bothered his children. It never happened. He just made all this stuff up. He made, the, 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 the brother has a problem with telling the truth. He will lie on anybody to try to make himself look good. Jamaica, I'm ashamed of you for allowing him to confuse you, as you said, or trouble you, frustrate you, or aggravate you. You ought to know what you're dealing with. After tonight, I don't want nobody else to call me or email me, write me, my God, or nothing concerning Gino. I, I, look, I want to move beyond Gino Jennings. And I mean that. That's one thing Elder Hatley and I talked about, that he is no more than a distraction. He wants to pull us away from the message of Jesus Christ, God's son, because that's the message that's exposing him and continually exposing him. He, anything to pull us away from that. I'm dealing with it tonight. I don't want to hear no more about Gino. If he's willing to sit and have a biblical discussion, let's have it. Otherwise than that, I don't want to hear no more about Gino. Don't write me, don't email me, don't call me. No more about Gino Jennings. And I mean it. 
I could, I could say a whole lot more other things that happened, but I'm gonna let it, I'm gonna let it go. Next email. This is from Brother Isaac L. He writes, I heard your broadcast for the first time, and you're right. Jesus is the Son of God. You're correct again about the false teaching by Bishop Johnson, which asks, is Jesus the Son of God now? If Jesus is not the Son of God now, no one can be saved. St. John 14 and 6, where Jesus said, no man cometh unto the Father but by me. I agree with you about people love their church more than God's word. I go to an apostolic church and they hold Bishop Johnson in great reverence. And again, you're right about this being the spirit of Antichrist. I could get along well with Muslims if I just talk about God and how great God is. But tell them Jesus is God's son and things will change quickly. Romans 3 and 4, let God be true and every man a liar. Brother Isaac, thank God for your understanding, brother. And you say you go to an apostolic church. With this understanding, you won't be there long, brother. Next email. This comes from, uh, they just got JJ here. Elder Murray, it has been an honor watching your Bible study every Wednesday. I learn something new each week. I have been to Alabama about three years ago. I was in Huntsville. It's a beautiful place. I live now in New Hampshire, north of Boston, Massachusetts. Paul has written to a lot of churches, including evangelists like Philemon, Titus, and Hebrew Christians, but did not mention anything to them about, I suffer not a woman to teach, nor use of authority over the man, but to be in silence. Why did Paul specifically mention that to Timothy and no one else? What concern did Paul have and felt the urgency to address not to allow women to use up authority over the man? Well, let me say this here to you, brother. Paul not only wrote that to Timothy, the same thing was written in Corinthians as well. Oh, give me 1 Timothy 2, brother. Start at verse 11, and then I want 1 Corinthians 14, 33. Hear me talking now. First Timothy chapter 2 and at verse 11. Give me that first. Then I want 1 Corinthians 14, 33. First Timothy 2, 11. Brace said what? Let the woman learn in silence with all subjection. Let the woman learn in silence with all subjection. But I suffer not a woman to teach. But I suffer not a woman to teach. Nor to use of authority over the man. Nor to use of authority over the man. But to be in silence. To be in what? In silence. Notice writer, he's telling them in Timothy for the woman to be in silence, to be in silence. Now give me 1 Corinthians basically chapter 14 and start at verse 33. 1 Corinthians 14, 33. Basically, what did it say, son? For God is not the author of confusion. God is not the author of confusion. But of peace. But of peace. As in all churches of the saints. As in all churches of the saints. Let your women keep silence in the churches. Let your women keep silence in the churches. For it's silence. Silence. Not just to Timothy, he writing the same thing to the Corinthians. For the woman to keep silence in the churches. Now, for him to write it to Timothy, to him to write it in Corinth, hey, bro, that's enough. That's enough. We all go by all the word of God. Do you understand? 
He didn't have to write it to Philemon and to Titus and to whoever else you mentioned. If it was only written one time, the Bible said whatsoever things are written a full time is written for our learning. Do you understand? And what he say to one, he say to all. Do you understand? Look at what he wrote to Timothy. That's for Titus too. That's for Philemon. And that's for us. That wasn't just for Timothy. Do you understand? All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine. That doctrine is for all of us, brother. 33 said what, Bracey? For God is not the author of confusion. But of what? But of peace. Where? As in all churches of the saints. Let your women. Let your women keep silence in the churches. What did he say? For it is not permitted unto them to speak. They are commanded. But they are commanded to be under obedience, as also said the law. And if they will learn. If they will learn anything, let them ask their husbands at home. It's a shame. For it is a shame for a woman to speak in the church. So, brother, what he wrote to one, he wrote to all. But he didn't just write that to Timothy. You can find the same thing in Corinthians. But remember, whatsoever things are written the full time is written for our our learning, our learning, all right? Next, and look, not only that, it said all churches of the saints. It said all churches of the saints. If that church is of the saints, this is for them. Amen. All right? Next email, Brother William Price writes me, Dear Elder Murray, I greet you in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the Most High God, and our eternal Melchizedek, Order High Priest. Elder your work in the kingdom, promoting both the gospel and sound doctrine, is an encouragement to me and many others around the world. As many false apostles and preachers continue to be followers of the spirit of Antichrist, denying the Son of God, there are remnants in the world standing firm according to the scripture. Thank you for your continued work and support for the message of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. I applaud your work. I thank God that more and more are having the blindness removed off their eyes, rejecting modernism and all forms of denial of the Son of God. Scripture says in Romans 13 and 7, Render therefore unto all their dues, tribute to whom tribute is due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. I, along with others, honor the work you and the church is doing in these end times. Stand firm in true holiness and true apostolic doctrine in the true doctrine of Christ. In November of 2020, I was diagnosed and began my battle against cancer. S since then, I have been fellowshipping at various churches, but have also been seeking to be at a solid church here in the Houston area. I was asking if you know of a local fellowship that I may join myself with here. While I have an uh, uh, itinerant ministry myself, I need to be in obedience to Hebrew 10.25. I have been attending a local charismatic church simply because I'd rather be in fellowship with someone who believes in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, than to be fellowshipping with those who reject him and thus reject the Father as well. Thank you for your continued work, and may God bless you and the saints in the name of Jesus, Jesus in the name of his Son, Jesus Christ. This is Brother William Price. Brother Price, let me first say, brother, very much sorry to hear of your battle with cancer. But I want to encourage you, brother, continue to pray, and we're praying with you. We will be praying with you, and we ask all the saints that are with this ministry, y'all pray for this brother, Brother Price, that the Lord will give him victory, my God, in this battle against cancer. We know that with the Lord all things are possible, and there's nothing, Brother Price, that's too hard for the Lord. So be encouraged, my brother. 
and we're praying for you. And no, to my sad regret, at this time, we don't have a meeting place in Houston. Now, we have quite a few saints with us in Houston, but we don't have a meeting place in Houston, not at this time. But continue to listen, brother, and we'll see what the Lord have for the future. All right? Let me say to my brother again out of Jamaica, my brother, you, you, for Ella Hadley is concerned. Ella Hadley is a firm believer in the Son of God, Jesus Christ. In my conversation that night with Ella Hadley, Ella Hadley reminded me of that. Ella Hadley said, Murray, I saw the Son of God before you did. So he reminded me of that. So, brother, don't question Ella Hadley's stance for the Son of God, Jesus Christ. He's a firm believer in that. Let me add this, Brother Reed. You have heard me say over this broadcast about three brothers that have questioned Geno Jennings privately about the Son of God. And he have acknowledged to these brothers privately that he know the Son of God is in heaven. And he know the Son is not the Father. He have acknowledged the three brothers privately. One out of Atlanta, Georgia. One out of Columbia, South Carolina. And you've always heard me say an elder. And I never called his name. Well, since we want to talk about Hadley, I'm going to call it tonight. Ella Hadley is the elder that confronted Gino years ago about the Son of God. He told Gino he wanted to talk to him about the Son of God. Gino's response to him was, what you want to talk about? Son of God? He said, Son of God? Say, yeah, I know he's in heaven. Say, I know he's in heaven. I know that already. I know he's in heaven. I, 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 I know that. I, I know that already. Gino told Hadley, said, what I'm preaching, he's talking about the no son of God doctrine. He told Hadley, it is a soul winner because he said he has S.C. Johnson members with him. So he said, in other words, I'm preaching this lie to gain Johnson members. I pray God one day, Ella Hadley, I'll tell it to the world. Gino acknowledged the Son of God to Hadley years ago, but he preached the opposite. The Bible said they hold the truth in unrighteousness. Do you understand? If you want to talk about Hadley, Hadley is the elder that confronted him about it, and he acknowledged it to Hadley, but yet he preached the opposite. Want to talk about Hadley? We can talk about it. Last email, Randy Douglas writes, Hello, Pastor Murray. I want to start by thanking our Lord Jesus Christ for you. I'm a truck driver, and I've been listening to your YouTube as I'm riding down the highways for some time now. I came across your channel one day, somehow. Not sure how, but I did. At the time before I came across your page, I was following Mr. Jennings. I cannot call him a pastor anymore because as of recent time, my eyes became open and some things he said was not right. In fact, I was offended by them. In one sermon, he was saying, you cannot credit the son of God with nothing. I could not understand why and how he would say such a thing, but he did. So I separated myself from his child. As I watch your channel, I get understanding from watching you teach the word of God. You read what's in the Bible, 
and you do not give your own opinion as to what the Bible says. And again, I thank our Lord Jesus Christ for you. Now, the reason for me writing to you is that I have some questions. Number one, can you marry outside your race? Let me say this to you, brother. I know what they have taught. I know what they have taught. Can we marry outside our race? Let me show you first what they taught y'all, brother. Give me Deuteronomy 7. Give me Deuteronomy chapter 7, brace. And I want you to start reading at verse 1, son. Deuteronomy 7 and 1. I'm going to show you first, brother, what they taught, and then I'm going to show you how that teaching does not apply to us for today. Deuteronomy chapter 7. And start bracing at verse number one, son. What did it say? When the Lord thy God shall bring thee into the land whither thou goest to possess it. Read it, son. And have cast out many nations. When the Lord bring you into that land that you're going to possess and shall cast out many nations. What did it say? Shall cast out many nations before thee, the Hittites. Hittites. And the Gergesites. Gergesites. And the Amorites. Amorites. And the Canaanites. Read it. And the Perizzites. All the ites he's going to cast out. Read it. And the Hivites. Read it. And the Jebusites. Read it. Seven nations greater and mightier than thou. Seven nations greater greater and mightier than thou. What did it say? And when the Lord thy God shall deliver them before thee. What did it say? Thou shalt smite them. You shall do what? Shall smite them. You shall smite them. And utterly destroy them. And utterly destroy them. Thou shalt make no covenant with them. Listen to this writer. Make no covenant with them. Nor show mercy unto them. Don't show mercy unto them. Neither shalt thou make marriages with them. Don't make what with them? Neither shalt thou make marriages with them. That's all these ites that the Lord was condemning. He's telling us his, his people, the people of God, don't make marriages with them. Thy daughter, thy thou, daughter, thou shalt not give unto his son. Don't give to his son. Nor his daughter shalt thou take unto thy son. Read it, Bracey. For they will turn away thy son from, from following me. They will turn away thy son from following me. What did it say? That they may serve other gods. Read it, Bracey. So will the anger of the Lord be kindled against you. And what? And destroy thee suddenly. That was dealing back under the law writer. All these different nations, they was commanded, the people of God was not commanded to make covenant with them, nor to marry them. That was back during that time. Notice, it said all these different nations. Give me Acts, brace of 10, 34, sir. Give me Acts chapter 10 and at verse 34. Now, I want to show you, writer, what's going to take place. Acts chapter 10 and at verse 34. Now, remember, all them nationalities, all those nations, they couldn't go into them, make no covenant, couldn't marry them. Acts 10, 34 said, what? Then Peter opened his mouth and said, Peter, after the Lord cleaned up the Gentiles, writer, Peter opened his mouth and said, what? Of a truth, I perceive that God is no respecter of persons. Of a truth, I perceive that God is no respecter of persons. But what? But in every nation. Did it say every nation? In every nation. Every nation? Every nation. That's all them ites that he mentioned in Deuteronomy 7. In every nation now, writer, what the Bible says. He that feareth him. He that feareth God. And worketh righteousness. And worketh righteousness. Is accepted with him. Every nation. Every nation. Every nation. So now, every nation that feareth God, worketh righteousness, God will accept now. They're no longer rejected. Now, when it comes to marriage for us today, writer, 1 Corinthians 7, 39. 1 Corinthians chapter 7 and at verse 39. 
I want you to get it now. First Corinthians chapter 7 and at verse 39. What did the Bible say, brother? The wife is bound by the law. The wife is bound by the law. As long as her husband lives. As long as her husband lives. But if her husband be dead. If her husband be dead. She is at liberty to be married to whom she will. Where? Only in the Lord. Did it say only in the Lord? Only in the Lord. Only, only black marry black. Only in the Lord. Only white marry white. Only in the Lord. It ain't, it ain't mentioned nothing about nationality. No, sir. It, look here. The only stipulation today, writer, if I'm in the Lord, I got to marry in the Lord. Amen. Because in every nation, he that worketh righteousness is accepted now with God. The only stipulation today, writer, they got to be in the Lord. It ain't got nothing to do with skin color. Do you understand? It ain't got nothing to do with nationality. A black can marry a white. White can marry a black. A white can marry a Chinese. Chinese, man, it can go on and on. Amen. Long as they're in the Lord, they're all right with the Lord. Amen. Question number two, he writes, are we still supposed to keep the Sabbath days? I was told we do. Give me Colossians, son, 2.16. Give me Colossians chapter 2, Brace. And at verse 16, I want to try to help my... My, 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 my brother here, he is sincere. And I'm going to take some time and help my brother here. Give me Colossians, Brace, chapter 2, and that verse 16. What did it say, sir? Let no man therefore judge you. What did it say? No man? No man. The Bible said, let no man judge you how? In meat. In meat. Or in drink. Or in drink. Or in respect of a holy day. Or in respect of a holy day. Read it. Or of the new moon. Or the new moon. Or of the Sabbath days. Hey, 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 Ryder. The Bible said, don't let nobody judge you in it. Or in respect of the what? Uh, or respect. Or in respect of an holy day. Or in respect of a holy day. Or of the new moon. Or of the new moon. Or of the Sabbath days. Don't let nobody judge you no Sabbath days. What the Bible say about it? Which are a shadow of things to come. Hey, 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 Ryder. All that was, was the shadow. Sabbath day was the shadow pointing to the real thing. The real thing is Christ. Do you understand? Sabbath day resting on the seventh day was the shadow pointing to the rest that was going to come, which is Jesus Christ. Do you hear me talking? Listen, writer, Sabbath simply means rest. That's all it means, rest. Under the law, the law was a shadow pointing to another rest that was going to come. Give me Matthew, son, 11, 28. Matthew chapter 11 and at verse 28. Let me show you, writer, my God, what it was pointing to. They had to rest, couldn't do no work on that seventh day. Matthew 11, 28 said what? Come unto me, all ye that labor. Come unto me, all ye that labor. And are heavy laden. And are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. Wait, wait a minute. What did Jesus say he going to do? I will give you rest. Jesus is the fulfillment of the Sabbath day. They rested on the Sabbath day. My God couldn't do no work. Jesus said, now you coming to me, all you that labor, and I'm going to give you rest now. We're going to rest now in Jesus. Amen. Do you understand? And we got to rest from all of our works as, as he did, as God did from his. What work we got to rest from? The Bible said the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication. Let's see it. It goes on and on. Talks about all the works that we got to rest from. We got to rest right in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah to God. Ain't got nothing to do with going to work on Saturday. Look here. I can clock in at work and still be at rest. Look here. I clock in. I'm at work and still resting in Jesus. Amen. Ain't that so? Still, look here. My God, man, got my helmet in my hand. Oh, while on the railroad working, slinging his helmet. On Saturday, 
My God, some, some, some weeks he got to go to work on Saturday. Slinging that hammer. Somebody said, I thought he's supposed to be arrested. He is. He tired, but he rested. <laughs> he tired, but he rested right in Jesus. Amen. It ain't got nothing to do with physical labor right Number Number three, he writes, are we supposed to keep the dietary law? Give me Leviticus, brother, 11. Give me Leviticus 11 and that verse 2. Let's help this, brother. Let's free him up so he can go get him something to eat. We want to free him up. My God, man, if he's trying to keep it, he may be hungry tonight. So we want to help him out. Leviticus 11, verse 2. I need you to run fast. What did it say? Speak unto the children of Israel, say, What? These are the beasts which ye shall eat among all the, all the beasts that are on the earth. These are the what we shall eat? These are the beasts which ye shall eat. These are the beasts that you can eat. What did it say, Brace? Among all the beasts that are on the earth. What did it say, son? Whatsoever part of the hoof. Whatever part of the hoof. And is cloven footed. And is cloven footed. And chewed the cud. What? Among the beasts that shall ye eat. You can eat that. What did it say? Nevertheless, these shall ye not eat of them. These are the ones you can eat. What did it say? That chew the cud. What? Or of them that divide the hoof. Read it. As the camel. Read it. Because he chewed the cud, but divided not the hoof. What did it say, son? He is unclean unto you. Oh, he, you can't eat him. He unclean. What is that? And the coney. The coney? Because he chewed the cud, but divided not the hoof. What did it say? He is unclean unto you. Read it. And the hare. Read it. Because he chewed the cud, but divided not the hoof. What? He is unclean unto you. Did it say the hare? Amen. Ain't that so? What the Bible say, son? And the swine. The swine? Though he divided the hoof. What? Though he divide the hoof and be cloven-footed. What is that? Yet he chewed not the cook. What? He is unclean unto you. So you couldn't eat the swine. Amen. Ain't that so? That was the law, writer. You got to give me Acts, son, chapter 10 and verse 9. Give me Acts chapter 10 and verse 9. Let's free this brother up so we can get him something to eat now. Acts 10, abrasive. Let's start at verse 9. What did it say, son? On the morrow as they went on their journey and drew nigh to the city. What happened? Peter went up a upon the housetop to pray about the six hours. Peter went up on the housetop to pray about the six hours. And what happened? And he became very hungry. What did it say? And would have eaten. What have we eaten? But while they made ready, he fell into a trance. He fell into a trance. And saw heaven open. Peter saw heaven open. And a certain vessel descending unto him as it had been a great sheep knit at the four corners. What did it say, sir? And let down to the earth. It was let down to the earth. Where were all manner of four-footed beasts of the all earth. All manner of four-footed beasts of the earth. And wild beasts. Wild beasts. And creeping things. And creeping things. And fowls of the air. All that was in that sheet, rider. What did it say? And there came to a voice to him, and there came a voice to him. There came a voice to him. Rise. Rise. Peter, kill and eat. Peter, rise. Kill and eat, Peter. Read it, Grayson. But Peter said. What did Peter say? Not so, Lord. Not so, Lord. For I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. Peter knew it was against the law to eat those things. The Bible said he had, Peter declared, I have never eaten anything common or unclean. What he saw, my God, in that sheet knit at the four corners was unclean animals. Do you understand? Which represented an unclean people, which were Gentiles. What did the Bible say, son? And the voice spake unto him again the second time. What did the voice say the second time? What God hath cleansed. What God hath cleansed. That called not thou common. What God hath done what? What God hath cleansed. What God hath done what? Hath cleansed. Called thou not what? Common. What was in the sheep was cleaned up. There was animals in the sheep, which did represent a people, but it still was the unclean animals that was forbidden to eat. What was the Lord showing? The animals have been cleaned up, showing that the people have been cleaned up. The only reason why the animals was unclean from the beginning, because it was representing an unclean people. So when the Lord came along and cleaned up the animals, my God, man, he cleaned up the people. All of it is clean. Do you understand? 
He cleaned up the Gentiles. My God, representing those unclean animals. My God, he cleaned the animals, cleaning the people, cleaning the people, cleaning the animals. Now the people are clean, and so is the animals. Give me 1 Timothy 4 and 1. Let me, let me prove it. 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 1, brother. My God, in all thy giving, get understanding. 1 Timothy 4 and 1 said what? Now the Spirit speaketh expressly. That what? That in the latter time, some shall depart from the faith. Some shall depart from the faith. Giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Speaking lies and hypocrisy. And having? Having their conscience seared with a hot iron. What did the Bible say, son? Forbidding to marry. They forbid to do what? To marry. The Bible said they forbid to marry. And commanding to abstain from meats. Which God? Which God hath created to be received with thanksgiving. The meats God created to be received how? With thanksgiving. What you say about the meat races? Of them which believe. And do what? And know the truth. Read it, braces. For every creature of God is good. Wait a minute, y'all. That ain't what Leviticus said. The Bible said every creature of God is what? Is good. Nothing. And nothing to be refused. If? If it be received with thanksgiving. What the Bible said. For it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. Pray over your chitlins and eat them, brother. Amen. Pray over your shrimp, pray over your oysters, and eat it. Do you hear what I say? Pray over it and eat it. And then don't let nobody come telling you that's unclean. It used to be unclean, just like the Gentiles was unclean. But now the Gentiles is clean, and so are the animals. Every creature of God is good, nothing to be refused. Amen. Number five, he asks, are we Gentiles? According to the flesh, yes, we're considered Gentiles. Listen, we're not the direct descendants of Jacob. You understand? We're not the direct descendants of Jacob. Therefore, we're considered Gentiles in the flesh. Ephesians son 2. Give me Ephesians 2.10. Listen to this, brother. Ephesians chapter 2 and at verse number 10. We got a few more questions and we're going to get out your way. Ephesians chapter 2 and at verse number 10. He asks, are we Gentiles according to the flesh? Yes, we are. We are not the direct descendants of Jacob. The Bible said Ephesians 2.10. What did it say? For we are his workmanship. We are his workmanship. Talking about Jesus Christ's workmanship. Read it. Created in Christ Jesus. Created in Christ Jesus. In other words, we Gentiles was adopted, drafted in through and by Christ Jesus. We weren't born in the house. We was adopted in the house. But nevertheless, we in the house. What the Bible say, son? Created in Christ Jesus unto good works. Unto good works. Which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. God had already ordained that we should walk in them. What did the Bible say? Wherefore, remember that ye being at times past Gentiles. In times past, Gentiles how? In the flesh. In the flesh. We're Gentiles in the flesh. What did it say? Who are called uncircumcision. That's what we're called, the uncircumcision. The Jews was called the circumcision. What did it say? By that which is called the circumcision. Talking about the Jews. What did it say? In the flesh made by hands. Made by hands. What did it say? That at that time you were without Christ. Back during that time, we was without Christ. Being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel. We was alienated from the commonwealth of Israel. And strangers from the covenant of the promise. What did it say, Bracey? Having no hope. And we had no hope and without who? Without God in the world. What the Bible said. But now in Christ Jesus. You, look, the Gentiles came in through and by Christ Jesus. But now in Christ Jesus. Ye who sometimes were far off. That's the Gentiles. We were far off. Are made now by the blood of Christ. But now made not by the blood of Christ. What did the Bible say, son? For so he is our peace. Jesus is our peace. Who hath made both one. He made Jew and Gentile one. And have broken down the middle wall of partition. And have broken down the middle wall of partition. What did it say? Between us. Between us. What did it say? Having abolished in his flesh the enmity. Read it, son. Even the law of commandments contained in ordinances. 
What is that? For to make in himself of twain one new man. To make in himself of twain one new man. So making peace. So making peace. And that he might reconcile both unto God. Jesus reconciled both Jew and Gentile to God. In one body in by the one cross. body, what? By the cross. By the cross. Having slain the enmity thereby. And what did he do? And came and preached peace to you which were afar off. What did he say? And to them that were not. What did he say? For through him. Through him. We both. We both. Have access by one spirit. Oh, oh we both. Through Jesus, both Jew and Gentile have access, what? By one spirit. By one spirit. Unto the Father. We come to the Father through and by his son, Jesus. That's Jew and Gentile. Hear me talking now. Galatians 2.15. Run, run fast, brother. We got to get out of here. Galatians 2 and that verse 15. And give me a Romans 2.28. Galatians 2 and that verse 15. What did it say, Bracey? We who are Jews by nature. Do you hear? We who are Jews by nature. And what? And not sinners of the Gentiles. Do you hear, Paul? We who are Jews by nature. They were natural Jews. We're not natural Jews. They're Jews by nature. We are Jews only through and by the Spirit. We're spiritual Jews, not natural Jews. Romans 2, 28, Brace. Romans chapter 2, son, and at verse 28. What did it say? For he is not a Jew. He is not a Jew. Which is one outwardly. Which is one outwardly. Neither is that circumcision which is outward in the flesh. Do you hear the Bible? He is not a Jew which is one outwardly. He's not an outward Jew, meaning a natural Jew in the flesh. But what? But he is a Jew. But he is a Jew. Which is one inwardly. Which was one inwardly. And circumcision is that of the heart. Circumcision is that of the heart. In the spirit. In the spirit. We're spiritual Jews, not natural Jews. We're not the direct descendants of Jacob. We're not natural Jews. Therefore, we consider Gentiles. But yet, through and by the spirit, we're considered spiritual Jews. All right? I hope you can get that, brother. Number six, he writes, can a woman wear pants? As long as they're not tight and not showing uh, what she is wearing underneath. Give me Deuteronomy 22.5, brother. Brother, we teach that old pathway. We stick to the old pathway. We know, my God, man, uh, we know things have changed, modernized. Churches have modernized this thing now. But according to history, pants was a man's garment. It was a man's garment. We know man came along and put his hand in it, and now... That came out with women's pants. But yet, originally, pants was a man's garment. And we stick to that old pathway. Deuteronomy 22.5 said, what? The woman shall not wear that which pertaineth unto a man. And what? Neither shall a man put on a woman's garment. What did the Bible say? For all that do so are an abomination unto the Lord thy God. We teach the sister not to wear anything that's hugged up to their body, such as pants, showing all the cuts and all the grooves that, that she have. That's what we teach the sisters here, brother. Now, let me say this. We have a lot of new sisters coming through the door, my God. And look, I'm not worried about what they wear. My God, some, that's all they got is pants. Come on in here with your pants on and hear the word of God. Do you understand? But now, for the scriptures is concerned, when I teach you from the word of God, we do teach the sisters to be modest and not wear nothing that's showing every cut and every groove that she have. Now, some are frown on that. But you know what? If Elder Murray come up here with a dress on, somebody will say something wrong with him. Do you, brother, he'll say he getting out the door. You know why? Because you know that that's a woman's garment. You know that that's a woman's garment. But now we can see that that's a woman's garment, but folks don't want to see the man's garment. Pants was originally a man's garment. That's what it was. Again, we're not bothering nobody that come through that door with pants on. We, they, we're not one of them churches. She can't come in here with pants on. We have many that come in here with pants on. But you ask me the question, and we teach according to the scripture that a woman's garment, my God, uh, 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 the original 
Pants originally was a man's garment. A woman's garment is a skirt or a dress. That's what we teach. All right? Number seven, he writes, what did Jesus mean when he said, it is finished? Was he saying the Old Testament, the law? Brother, when Jesus said he was it was finished, yes, part of what he was saying, brother, was he had fulfilled the Old Testament and the law. Remember, Luke 24, 44, brother. Give me that real fast. And then I want, uh, I believe, John 4, 34. I want, give me that first. Luke 24, 44. And then give me John 4, 34. Luke 24, 44. What did the Bible say? And he said unto them. What did Jesus say unto them? These are the words which I spake unto you while I was yet with you. That all things. That all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses. And? And in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me. What did he say, son? Then open. Oh, oh. All that was written where? In the law of Moses. All that was written where? And in the law of Moses. See, writer. All that was written in the law of Moses. And in the prophets. And in the prophets. And in the Psalms. And in the Psalms. Concerning me. All that was written concerning Jesus, he had to fulfill it or he had to finish it. Matthew 5, 17, Jesus declared he didn't come to destroy the law of the prophets, but to fulfill it. He had to fulfill it. Now watch this. John 4, 34. Give me John 4, 34 and John 17 and 4. St. John 4, 34, first, Bracey. What did it say, son? Jesus said unto them. What did Jesus say? My meat is to do the will of him that sent me. Do, do you hear the Bible? Jesus said, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me. And what? And to finish his work. Finish his what? His work. To finish his what? His work. Jesus has some work to finish that the Father sent him from heaven to do. Give me John 17, brother. Start at verse number 3. St. John 17 to 3. What did it say? And this is life eternal. This is life eternal. That they might know thee, the only true God. That they may know thee, the only true God. And Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ. Whom thou hast sent. Whom thou hast sent. I have glorified thee on earth. On this the earth. Jesus praying to the Father. He said, I have glorified thee on the, on the earth. I have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. I have done what? I have finished the work. I have done what? Finished the work. You mean the work that the Father gave him to do? Jesus said, I have done what? I have finished the work. I have done what? Finished the work. The work that the Father gave him to do writer in the earth. Jesus letting the Father know I done finished what you told me to do in the earth. Now the only thing was left for him to do when he said this was to die on the cross. Give me John 19.30, bro. My God, man, they had to bring him a bit of drink while he was on the cross because all that was in the Psalms. My God, it was prophesied that they had to give him that vinegar, my God, for him to drink. So when he was up on the cross, they came and gave him that vinegar to drink. John 19 and 30, what did the Bible say, Bracey? When Jesus therefore had received the vinegar. When Jesus had received the vinegar. Hey, he had to receive the vinegar, brother, while he was in the earth. He had to receive that vinegar before he died because the Psalmist had prophesied that they would give him that vinegar. And so therefore, he had to do that before he could say it's finished. John 19 and 30 said what? When Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he when said. When Jesus had did what? Therefore had received the vinegar. When Jesus had received the vinegar, he said. He said. It is finished. What's finished? All the work that the Father gave him to do in the earth is finished. He said, I've done it. I've done it now. It's finished. All right, brother? That's what he's talking about. All right. He concludes by saying, also, I want to be baptized the right way. Mine was done wrong. I now know that. This and I, and I want to become a member. I need a teacher. Well, that's all the questions I have so far. I do have many more, but he's stopping right here. He writes some more things that's private. I will not read. Brother, I, I got the rest of the things that you asked me to pray about concerning your family. I will be praying for them. I will not read that personal information over the air, but I will be praying for your family member as you asked.
Thank you, brother, for your email. We thank all of you for your emails. And let me conclude by saying this. Don't nobody misunderstand Murray. I love all God's people everywhere, but I am not compromising the word of God for nobody. And false prophets that's out here lying on people, running people down, we will take this Bible and stop their mouth. The Bible told me to do it. The Bible said they're always liars. And we ought to take the word and prove them to be just that. Now, if you want to follow them, you go right ahead. But you're going to follow them with your eyes wide open. Until Sunday, God bless you and peace be unto you. Saints, we thank God for all things. We appreciate all of you that are here tonight. Y'all pray much for us that the will of God be done in our lives. And I hope and pray.